Welcome to Burn the Ship, the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in and connects them with professionals that can help them do it too. Today we have a special guest. We have Miss Sandra Kearney uh, with Human Power Solutions. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Roderick. How are you? Hey, listen, I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain at all. Just so happy to have you on today so you can share with us about yourself and what it is that you've been doing. So, you know, to jump right into it, tell us a little bit about yourself and and how things are going. Sounds great. Thank you so much. I'm Sandy Kearney. I'm the CEO of Human Power Solutions. We are a training and development company. So we do mostly soft skills training, leadership training, sales, time management, all those essential skills that young professionals and all professionals actually need to uh, move forward in the marketplace. That's what we do. Okay, awesome. Awesome. So how long have you been doing that? So I've been in this space for about six years and I went out on my own almost two years ago, December 23rd would be my two year anniversary with this company. Congratulations. And, um, I'm having a blast. Just love it. Good, good, good. Now, you said you've been doing it for a couple years. And one of the most important things for us is to share with our audience what what happened? You know, what made that step occur? <laughs> because you, you just jumped into it a couple years ago. If you don't mind sharing with us. What made that happen? What made that step occur? So I'm a scum. I like to call myself a serial entrepreneur. So this isn't my first business. Okay. Um, and so when I, I had owned a fitness center for seven years uh, in 2008, and in 2015, I made a decision to spend the, my last kid's high school time, you know, kind of being around. So I mm-hmm. went to go work for someone else. And um, I went into the learning and development space strictly as a salesperson, not because I was passionate about learning and development because I didn't know anything about it, um, having owned a fitness center. And I got into the space and I absolutely fell in love with what I was with what it was all about. So I actually went back and got my master's degree in organizational leadership when I was 50 and, um, you know, worked for a couple more years for this particular firm. And then. Two years ago, uh, being an entrepreneur, I'm a little bit unemployable, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could do a, a different kind of job and offer different kinds of training than I was kind of constrained uh, with working for someone. So, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. good. Well, good. Hey, listen, that so, we so I jump ship. I didn't burn the ship. I jump <laughs> ship. Yeah. Yeah. See, so jump ship onto another <laughs> ship. But then you say, hey, look, and when I got to this destination, I'm going to burn the one I'm on and move forward. You know, that's why we love having guests on that have gone through that experience. Because again, what we want to share with our audience is, you know, here is the story of an entrepreneur who has made the decision to get out there and you share those good things and some of the challenges that you've had, you know, inside of that journey uh, so they can know that it is OK, you know, that they're not out there by themselves. So what would you say you have become an expert at uh, during this time that you've been out for these two years? Definitely really thinking about leadership and how leaders affect cultures within companies. Um, We used to do a lot of skill building, you know, conflict resolution and communication skills and things like that. But people weren't really addressing the human factor of the fact that the people inside those companies drive that culture. And, And as a leader, how can you be a little bit more authentic and a little bit more transparent Uh, to be able to drive that loyalty. Um, You know, you spend a lot of money trying to attract talent and train them. 
and the leaders sometimes don't understand that you have to continue to cultivate those relationships within the companies. And that's been, I think, the biggest thing that we've, that I've seen and our team has seen over the last couple of years. Okay. Well, if you don't mind, share with us an example of one of those courses or classes that you're teaching to try to help build that skill. What, what does one of those courses look like? Yeah. So if we do an authentic leadership type of a course, we're really talking to people about themselves and we're, we're having them think about, you know, the different employee employers that they've gone through throughout their lives. And we're having them, you know, list characteristics of, of the people that they really admire and also the characteristics of people that they've haven't so much admired right Mm -hmm. and uh, and helping to them to develop those skill sets of you know we we talk to our our leaders and say you want to be that leader where in 30 years or 20 years someone says i remember that person i that person really changed the trajectory of my life and or versus you know i i have a boss that's a boss that's stuck in my head for 28 years, you know, and I still remember her little walk and all that. <laughs> um, you know, so we all have those, but you know, we're, we're really teaching these, these leaders that you want to be remembered on the other side. Like this person really helped me. And, and how do I develop those skills? How do I become more authentic with, uh, without appearing weak? And I okay. think a lot of people think, well, if I'm authentic and I'm real, then I might be weak. And it's just the opposite. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Now, you know, this skill that you've developed is helping when it comes to leadership. This is something that you have developed over time. Mm-hmm. What would be your suggestion on how our audience could develop that skill? What tips and tricks would you give them? Well, I I'm, I'm the youngest. I'm number five of six kids. Um, so that <laughs> right there, you have to have thick skin and, and a little bit of empathy and be able to maneuver through that through that family chain. And um, and I also my early in my career, I worked in hospitality. So um, that you know, there you get to really learn about people. So you know, my suggestion is to really get involved with an organization, a sort of a group, and really get to meet a lot of different people and be open to opening up your network to all kinds of people um, so that you can learn what makes certain people tick and, and you can start to read personalities. That's that's the biggest thing is is a lot of times if you're an entrepreneur, especially those those people that are listening, you feel like you're all by yourself you know, and you just have to start surrounding yourself with different people and getting out there um, so that you're, you don't feel like you're on an island and that will help you to grow professionally and personally. Awesome. Awesome. Now, this is a magnificent skill that you have developed over time and we definitely appreciate you sharing with our audience on how they can develop that inside of your personal life and your your business how have you used that skill to make everything better mm, that's a good one um so i'll share a little bit um a little over a year ago my significant other passed away and it was a very difficult time in my life and because i had the i had had the huge network that i built and tr- of trustworthy individuals those people kind of were able to refer me and kind of lift me up through that very difficult time. And I think that if you don't value relationships and if you don't, you know, deepen those different relationships that you have, you, you can't grow the way that you want to. And I just had lunch with, with a colleague of mine that I've known for several years and he's like, how's business going? How are you doing? And I said, you know what, we've really turned a corner over these last six months, I'm watching everything grow because my network didn't allow me to fall. And 
and they just helped to propel me. So I think it's resiliency. It's learning. It's it's continuing to move forward. Um, you know, not letting life circumstances knock you down. All of those things are really, really important. And, and sometimes life hits you when it's not when you when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. And other times you choose to make those those you know difficult choices. Um, so I think for entrepreneurs out there, you know, setbacks are setbacks. They are what they are. But sometimes you can get over the hurdle if you just wait and just keep pushing. Okay. Then you get to the other side, and it's pretty incredible when, when that happens. That's awesome. That's awesome. We definitely appreciate you sharing that part with us. Again, it's a mixture. You know, you have business, and then you have life that's surrounding it. So, you know, you have to try to uh, marry them together and try to navigate through. Now, with your business, do you have it where it's mandatory courses that your team has to take on the skills that you guys are, are sharing with everyone else? So we have subject matter experts. So that's what we do. We look for different subject matter experts in their fields that do, you know, what we do. So uh, the people that are teaching authentic leadership or that kind of a course are experts in that. So I do quite a bit of that teaching because it's my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else that does a time management, which I don't really love to teach. You know, somebody else that's an expert and that loves to teach that t- does that. So we're uh, we're a real mix of different business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, people that love to facilitate and educate others. So that's kind of the model that we work on. Okay, excellent. Excellent. Now we know that things have been coming along pretty well, because you've been doing it for a couple years now. And you know, you have that plan going at the moment. What is it? What does the future look like for your business? What are some of those things that you want to get accomplished? Year five, year 10, year 20? Tell me a little bit about that and how that looks for you. Yeah, so I've been on my own for quite a while. I'm just about to hire a virtual assistant, which is pretty good to be able to kind of help to offload some of the stuff that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple of part-time people. But really, the next five years, we really see us um, expanding into a couple of different states. Um, you know, we're looking at New York and Florida and Atlanta. I've got a big base down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so we're we're looking at the next uh, five to ten years of just, just hopefully the, the goal is to be a non-national training company that people want to come to because of our innovative approaches to training and our programs that are just we just keep up with the times. Okay, just continuing to grow the business. It's not one of those things where some business owners say, hey, I just want one location and I'm fine with this. You're saying, hey, look, I'm going to ready to take over the world. That's what we're trying to do. Well, awesome. Pretty much take over the world, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, that's a good deal. You know, again, we have some great entrepreneurs listening in today, and I always try to let them know it is about business. You know, that is how we take care of our responsibilities, but we are humans as well. So for this next part, just want to ask outside of your training, if everything's solidified, you have all your leadership in order, and you can step away and do something else. What is it that you would do if that was just, you know, automated and you could just choose anything that you would like to do? What does that look like for you? I'd open a restaurant. Okay. I would, I just, I love food. Um, I love the restaurant industry. The, I, that's hundred percent what I would do. Okay. So you're going to be the chef or you're just going to be the manager to make sure everything is in order, all the ordering, all the seating, all of that. What, what position inside of the restaurant are you going to do? Well, I would own it. 
Okay. And um, so, and I love to cook. So during college, I cooked my way through school. So I do love the back of the house better than the front of the house. So I would hire a really great front of the house manager and, and spend most of my, most of my time around the food. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Now tell me when I come into your restaurant, you got a name for the restaurant? Sandy's probably Sandy's. Okay. So I walk into Sandy's and I am there and I'm ready to have uh, one of those magnificent meals. What would that meal be if I said, Chef Sandy, make me your best meal? What would that be? You're going to have a signature cocktail if you if you drink. You'll have a signature cocktail in front of you, and you will order the scallops risotto. Okay. Okay. Yep. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Seems like you made that a couple times. Nice and creamy <laughs> and ready to go. So delicious. What uh, what vegetable would you would you set up for Asparag- me? Asparagus. Grilled asparagus. Asparagus. Okay. Well, that's a good deal. Good deal. Well, again, like I said, what we want to do is to highlight your skills that you have developed over time, so these entrepreneurs can understand that. Hey, listen, you know, you have to have your business in order, but you also have to understand you are a human, just like inside of your the title of your business. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why I ask those particular questions because sometimes we can get so bogged down into the business we forget about who we are and things like that. Now, for the audience, if they are looking for some of that leadership training, what would be the best way for them to get in contact with you? Uh, they can just email me at skearney at hpowersolutions.com. You can always get me on LinkedIn as I'm on all over LinkedIn at Sandra Kearney. Um, and our phone number is 617-575-9959. Oh, excellent. What's the best uh, website address for them to go to? Uh, hpowersolutions.com hpowersolutions.com well that's good to know as far as how we can get in contact with you and get those particular skills now just a couple more questions Uh, like I said we always ask so we can find out more now tell us what burning the ship has done for you and your business and why our audience should do that as well so like a I, I, I thought about this as we were talking about this earlier today, and the, I burned the ship a couple of times. Uh, and I think that for uh, being a female, and I'm not a feminist by any by any stretch of the imagination, but we go through different phases in our lives. And so early on in my career, I did corporate America, and I really got a, a lot of great training for that. And once I had my kids, I left corporate America and started a business. I've gone back and forth between working for someone and 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 doing my own business. And I think it just depends on the different phases. I'm in my fifties now. Uh, I'm completely unemployable. So I could never go back to work for anybody else again. I really love doing what I do and I love being on my own. Um, but I think that it's, it's, it's sticking to it. It's just making the decision to stick to it, understanding that life sometimes does come at you and you have to make certain decisions and don't be afraid to make those decisions, but it'll be, don't be afraid to, in the ship a couple of times if you need to. Awesome. Awesome. You see, listen, that's going to help uplift them. And I want to help uplift you a little bit now. So, you know, before we go, tell us about who's that good referral for you. You know, who are you trying to get out in front of? Who's a good referral partner? And then uh, we'll just go from there. A great referral partner is anyone in the HR space or a business owner space that just they want to help to improve culture in their companies and improve, obviously, skill builds, but really thinking about the culture and improving their and growing their leaders, improving and growing their leaders. So those are great, great people for us. Size business doesn't matter as far as from one to 
10 million? No, we, I mean, our minimum is probably around 10. Um, maximum can go upwards of, you know, 2,000, 3,000. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Now, um, last question that I have for you, and um, it's not really a question, I guess it's a, a statement for you to give. We always say, hey, look, this is about you, and we want to give you the last word. You can sing a song, you can quote a poem, you can do whatever you like. What would be that last word you would like to leave off with everyone? Uh, don't let life knock you down. Just always pick yourself up. There's always something better on the other side. Even when you when you feel like it's just not going to happen, just keep moving forward. Excellent, excellent. We truly do appreciate you coming on today, sharing your experiences, not just in your business, but in your life and helping these entrepreneurs go down this journey. Uh, We all know that anything that you want to try to do and, you know, it has great rewards to it. You know, there's a lot that you have to do to make that happen. So we appreciate you coming on and sharing today and helping these entrepreneurs. And uh, of course, if we can help you with anything, please let us know. But thank you so much again, for coming on and we appreciate your time today thanks for having me Roderick I really appreciate it and good luck to everyone out there yes yes thank you so much for coming by and we will see you soon take care